everybody, this is John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and, oh, the riddles of human nature, of course. On this episode, we discuss the Australian cartoon Bluey. Let's bring Mom in now. We haven't done Australian in a long time, Mom. I don't think since uh, Kath and Kim we did a long time ago. Oh, uh, right, right, If you right. recall that one. I do, very fondly. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Um, well, you know, it's February, so you pretty much know what's going on yeah. here. Nothing. Um, but um, I do have... One comment that I wanted to tell you, you know, Johnny, I, I was looking at our podcast and, and where it says, uh, people think I'm opinionated and then they meet my mother. And, um, you know, I never thought of myself as opinionated, but, uh, I am. Mom's referring to the little, um, when I started placing ads for the podcast, I had to come up with a very short tagline for it. Um, and although I love our uh, opening uh, tagline, the podcast where culture is relative, which was submitted to us by a listener whose name I forget now, sorry, that was a long time ago, um, that didn't quite describe the show. So on... Um, and some listings of the podcast, it'll say people think I'm opinionated, then they meet my mom, and it's me talking there. So um, you you just noticed that, mom. <laughs> you, um, I don't want to distract from the main point here, which is that you never thought of yourself as opinionated. Well, I I always considered myself somewhat self aware, but I. I guess I never yeah. actually pinned that word, opinionated. And I really am very opinionated, yeah. uh, much to the annoyance of some people around me. You know, it's like self-awareness. I always think, why aren't people more self-aware? And probably I'm not as aware of myself as I think other people should be. Hmm. Maybe. I think we're all more highly aware of ourselves than other people are, so it's hard to know where to draw the line. You don't all want right. to be self-obsessed. Um, but well, no. Yes, I don't think that couldn't have come as a complete shock to uh, hear, hear yourself referred to as opinionated. Maybe that's just not a word you've used before, but... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so this is what I wanted to tell you. Um, oh, that wasn't what you wanted to tell me. No, 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 that wasn't oh, what that I wanted to tell. Oh, that was the setup. Say. Okay. Not oh. a setup. It was. It just occurred oh, to just... me. <laughs> so, well, whatever. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So we went to the co-op um, to get uh, mussels yesterday. Mm. Do you like them? Mussels. Um, yes, I do. I don't eat them very often. I'd rather have an oyster. And mussels, but I know that's a different sort of meal. That is a different sort of meal. That, yeah, definitely. So anyway, they've had them at the co-op. The co-op is a supermarket, by the way, I'll just so oh. people know. Because you said you went to the co-op to get some mussels, and people must have had this vision of the co-op gym, where you're going <laughs> and pumping iron, hitting the treadmill. No, but let me tell you, if we buy mussels, everybody has a 
muscle joke for you. Yeah, that, yeah, that isn't of course. Funny. Yeah, yeah. My, mine included right there. So that yeah. was my uh, contribution. That's the caliber yep. of them. So oh, we went to get them and they're so delicious. And, and it was a sunny day. So we just took a ride to do that, just to take a ride and get out. But as I was leaving, somebody oh, it's such was a beautiful used- day. Let's go get some mussels. <laughs> what? Hey, such a specific thing. Because it's some place to drive, some place specific to drive your car, where we can chit chat for forty minutes driving up, forty minutes driving home, and the it was sunny. And that's what you do when you're old, Johnny. You don't have to go to a bar yeah, and get you go drunk. to get some muscles. I was just telling you what we got. Okay. Um. All right. You got. So muscles. on the way out, somebody was using the ATM, oh. and I wish I'd written it down because I don't remember exactly. But the opening screen says something like "Welcome to your personal banking something," and I think wow. Now they're now they're telling us this. This is what personal banking is standing in the supermarket connected to a machine. And I just think that's stupid. What more intimate experience is there than punching (laughs) some grimy (laughs) buttons and having it spit some money out? Oh, personal. Yeah, that's definitely the word I would use to describe. Yeah. But now they're trying to brainwash you into thinking, hey, this this is banking. This is the face of banking, that metal box you're standing in front of. <laughs> yeah. I um I went to get some money out at the bank and I went and filled out a slip and had my driver's license and went up to the teller and um they like sort of hemmed and hawed for a second and then he said um, oh, do you have your debit card with you? And I said, yes. And he said, oh, well, just put it in the slot there then. And oh, we completed this like ATM transaction as facilitated by a human on the other end. Um, and he said, you don't have to use the slip if you have your ATM card. And <sighs> I just Ridiculous. felt like he was he was kind of irritated with me for yeah. coming up to the window. Yeah. Which, you know... Um, I don't know. We are doggedly eliminating so many personal interactions from our daily lives. Yeah. But guess what? Guess what else, buddy? If you're not willing to do this service with a smile, your job's going to be eliminated and you can sit home and watch video games and play video games with people you don't know all day, you idiot. You have to offer a service. Well, I refrained from saying any of that on account of he was genuinely saying it in a helpful spirit to save me time. But I wanted to tell him what kind of bills I wanted. And I wanted in a little envelope, you know, thousand dollar bills only, please, for this withdrawal. I don't have my briefcase (laughs) with me today. So (laughs) but yeah, I a little exchange. I don't know. I felt like he ruined the, I felt rejected almost, you know, I was like, here, I'll be your friend for 15 seconds. And he was like, insert your card, please. It's ridiculous. And even, even at the supermarket yesterday, 
the woman that was helping us bag, you know, daddy and I were chatting with her and the clerk or the, whatever the cash register person is, he was new and he was having a little difficulty weighing veggies and stuff. And so we were chit-chatting with him and that little interaction, you know, for some people, maybe the day, maybe their interaction with people for the day. So it's sad that it's uh, becoming a lost art. Well, it's not that sad, but yeah. We it's should. very sad. <laughs> it's now, it's something we should keep an eye on. We don't need it. Your conclusion is always, oh, it's so sad. That's sad. This is sad. It's not that sad. It's funny. All right. Well, then you just try and go a whole day with with people not interacting with you. Oh, you would hey, probably I like it. I think it's bad, but I'm not going to spend. It seems to only exacerbate the problem if I spend the whole day being sad about it. You know, we well, talked before we came on the air here, uh, so to speak, about your squeaky headphones and how you have a new pair of headphones. And I'm sitting here in my rustly vest and I'm wondering if my <laughs> vest is rustling on the track. So if you have a complaint about my rustling vest, which my wife certainly does, she hates that I've discovered the utility of the vest this year. Um because I used to look down on the vest. Yes, you did. I didn't you understand were very the point negative. of it. I was. I was. Maybe even here on the podcast, I was. And if so, I mea culpa. I was wrong. The vest is great. It keeps your core warm. Exactly. But- exactly. And I can't tell you how many vests I could have been knitting for you over the years that you would have loved. <laughs> It's really tragic. Another thing to be sad about. Oh, the vests I've missed. No, you're lost. You're lost. Sorry. I think I even one time Is this like the scene in A Christmas Story where he makes everybody feel guilty because he went blind (laughs) by having soap in his mouth? This is the same thing. Oh, if only you knew the vests. The vests I could have wrought for you. I Speaking, think you're being very dramatic today. Anna hates the vests. Um, I should, as I mentioned my darling wife, though, I should make a correction that she wanted me to make. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Only Connect, uh, part of our recent miniseries on British uh, quiz shows. And I mentioned my fondness for the presenter of Only Connect, Victoria Corin Mitchell. And I said... Uh, Anna doesn't like to watch it so much anymore because she uh, gets jealous of all the admiration I have for Victoria Corrin, who's this perfect person, witty, great game show host. Uh, She seems made for me. But Anna wants to be clear that she is not so petty as to be jealous of all this. And she told me when I got home very kindly in her way, but let me know, you shouldn't have said that I was so jealous. It uh, doesn't make me look good. So I was just kidding. Anna doesn't actually get jealous. She doesn't care. I could go run off with Victoria Corin Mitchell or anyone else for all she cares. It doesn't make any difference to her. I think that's how she'd want me to put it. Uh, So I'm glad I could have (laughs) corrected the record on that front. Well, Uh, uh, let me just say, Anna has no reason to be jealous of anyone. And I do not think of her as jealous at all. And no, um, no, she's not. But I have to say, uh, it does rub up against a little when Daddy says, uh, "Remember that 
that really good looking so-and-so we saw on, you know, it's just like, that's, that's how you remember her or somebody. Will come <laughs> or how in. you describe her to your wife. Yeah. 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 Or, or somebody will come on TV and, you know, daddy is, um, inappropriately old school and he'll say, uh, Oh, you know, look at that. Look at those set of boobs or something. Yeah, and look at the gazongas on that broad. Yeah, that does sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to be in trouble with him. Now you're going to have to fix your marriage next time. Yeah. Well, a little oh, rub in well. the wrong way. A, a husband likes that. A little rub in the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep it spicy. But, but no, Anna but, is not so jealous. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Let me tell you this. Yeah. Well, I think it was two weeks ago. We were watching the Celtics and Al Horford made a shot and daddy says that I said, oh, Al. <laughs> and he has not stopped poking at me <laughs> since then. So oh, yeah. it goes like he both ways. It. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I did not say that. It was more like, oh, Al. Oh, wow. If that was the more authentic version, then I can see why dad was upset. Wow. He might not want you to watch the Celtics anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, right, let I me can't tell you believe. This okay, yeah, no, you Let go. me tell you this last thing. Let This thing I yeah. think about sometimes at night and make myself giggle, and this is so stupid, but I was in Target about a month ago, and they have a display uh, I don't really look here, but in the men's uh, toiletry area, there mm -hmm. was a. What were you small doing in there? Well, that's what I'm saying. I was just walking by. Mm, okay, like this um, story. Well, I like I like that Duke's big fat soap. Crickets from you. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Sorry, oh, I was just taking a quick drink. Woof, <laughs> you caught me. Something about what? the phrase, I like Duke's big fat soap, really hit me. Oh. Oh. Well, okay. you're just ruining the, the flow of my story. Tell me about Duke's big fat soap. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, because you know Sorry. all about it isn't this isn't about Dukes, but oh, okay. it is very nice soap. I love it. It's a big fat bar and it lasts a long time in the shop. Okay. So somebody had taken on this little placard, it has a man, and I don't know if he's holding perfume or something. I don't actually know what, what it was for, but somebody had put stick on googly eyes. Oh, perfect. It's and it still makes me laugh thinking about it. <laughs> I, I bet. Went back, huh? Is there any quicker recipe for comedy I... than sticking a couple googly eyes on something? Oh, I can picture it. Can you? Like, he looks all sexy and he's yeah. got his knee yeah. up and his arms. And, and then he has <laughs> googly eyes. And I so wish I'd taken a picture of it because I went back two weeks and I guess the stores finally saw it. And they picked the eyes off. So they were... They were not there, but Aww. wow, what a moment of just absolute joy it was. We have a CVS on the corner near us, and there's a, a fire plug sticking out of it, you know, like that outlet that just oh, yeah, sticks yeah. right out of the side of the building. Yes. And um, 
the the cap to the outlet is this shiny metal circle with like a peg in the middle of it and somebody stuck a pair of um, googly eye stickers <laughs> on the circle to make you know so that the yeah. peg was like a nose you can picture it <clears throat> that face is like a character in the neighborhood now like if oh. anybody ever scrapes off those eyes which it would be hard they've been there for years now but i you know i say a little hello in my head every time yeah. i pass the yeah. googly eye fire plug <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm with you so you know what i'm talking about i do yeah even the picture of it makes me laugh so yeah googly eyes why does it work so well i do because it's so unexpected, maybe? I don't know, but it just, I felt silly afterwards. But again, as I tell you, I can think of it at a random moment and just, it makes me <laughs> smile. I'm not, I'm not suggesting anyone should deface anything. No, no, no. We, don't you go out there and graffito tag your local neighborhood, on our account at least. <laughs> now, just do it for the amusement of your neighbors. Yeah. Eve said to me last night at the very end of bedtime, Daddy, if you died, could I make up a song about God and Jesus and sing it? <laughs> now, it was getting late and she really needed to just go to sleep. So I did not, even though I very much wanted to unravel this a little bit. Um, What's going on at school, Eve? Take it back. She was, I, she realized, I think in a moment, that it wasn't the nicest thing to be fantasizing about the um, <laughs> stage potential of my hypothetical yes, death. Of your death, yeah. So she did change it to something like, if you got a really bad paper cut, actually, that is what she changed it to. If you got a really bad oh. paper cut. Really bad one. So, you know, she still needs the <laughs> yeah. song. It still is worthy of a song, but... Of a song, um, yeah. Should I be alarmed that my daughter is fantasizing about how much attention she could get if she wrote a great <laughs> spiritual song in the wake of my death? <laughs> I don't know. I keep my eye on that one. Yeah. Um, that's all I got, Ma. Should we talk about Bluey? Yes, let's talk about okay. Bluey. One of the biggest hits among the kindergarten set in recent years is an Australian animated series called Bluey, a cartoon about a family of four dogs with a knack for learning gentle lessons about life in about six minutes. The title character is a seven-year-old puppy who's always making up nifty games, and Bluey is joined by a five-year-old sister who's always making up silly games, and a dad who always has a goofy game up his sleeve. There's also a mom. Here's a clip. This isn't gonna end well. Okay, you're pregnant with baby Bingo. <laughs> so you have to act pregnant. Okay, if we're gonna do this, let's do it properly. Hmm, how to act pregnant. I'm just gonna get this ready. <clears throat> oh, my bag. Oh, my feet. Rub my feet, Louie. <laughs> Rub my feet. Pandit healer. I'm hungry. Oh, I need to sit down. Oh, where's my vitamin E cream? Something about stretch marks. Ow! Ow! Dad, Ow! You, 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 
Bluey is available to subscribers of Disney Plus. Mom, does Bluey blew you away, or do you wish it would go kablooey? <laughs> I love it. Thought you might. I think it is so charming and adorable. I do love it. Do you? If we had reviewed Bluey after I had seen between five and ten episodes of Bluey, I would be on here talking to you about how, oh, it shows kids the value of play and it models what a warm, understanding family unit, how they operate together, and it teaches kids about being emotionally receptive and blah, blah, blah. But uh, no, I hate Bluey. Uh, at this point oh. in my life, I do hate everything about it. I hate the oh, cloying Johnny. voices. I uh, I hate the dad and how he solves everything <laughs> by playing yet another game. And um, if I hear those uh, little kid dogs screech, let's play hotel or let's play accountant or whatever game they've got today. I feel like I will tear my hair out. So uh, <laughs> this is as a parent uh, of yeah. kids who have watched Bluey on and off over the past couple of years. Eve still turns it on. Um, I think Leo at eight has aged out of it a little bit, uh, but Eve's yeah. at the tail end of the audience for it. And I'm sick of it. So I was eager to do this one because I thought you would love it, not just because I did it first, but because I knew I would be coming at it uh, from the angle of someone who from has now yeah. been through hundreds of blueies well, and is not just sick of it, but I kind of resent the, um, I resent it. The father, <laughs> the fun father. Especially the father. And hey, I'm fun. I'll play a game. You know, I mess around yeah. with the kids, but there are times yes. when I have to be not fun. And when somebody has to say, okay, everybody get with the program, um, and as you know, that's often me in my family unit. And I would love an episode where the dad says, Hey, everybody, shut up back there. I'm trying to drive. And doesn't, doesn't say, Let's play bus driver, beep, 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 or whatever to solve this problem because you can't always, you can't always invent a clever little game to, um, solve a problem and that's what happens on bluey that's what happens which is is fun to watch now i did look up uh the writers and the concept was written with the premise that uh to allow kids to experience their surroundings on their own explore their surroundings on their oh, own really which is not what this show is at all and let's play hospital in reality i could see leo and eve coming to blows within <laughs> oh three minutes because everybody wants to be the stage manager right sure or whatever you know what yeah siblings no i mean the, the organizer you do this i'll do that oh no, yeah i know, you know that's I'll what would happen with our kids but i the conflict could be any number of different things but the point is like 90 percent of the time it is very complimentary and supportive and yes anding co-play 
right? And it's the ratios are a little bit off. Well, my my other question is, does dad work? Does he have a job? He's always home. According to the Wikipedia article, he's an archaeologist, but I didn't know that. Maybe I missed the archaeology episode somehow. All I saw was mom getting in the car and leaving with her fingers crossed and a song in her heart. Just (laughs) leaving. I'm going to work. The mom is the, to kill those, the kids. is the one person I like. I feel like the mom is, <laughs> she's just putting up with all of this. She seems the most yes. real out of all of them to yes. me. But I don't really like I her agree. that much either. I, and I really do think the only way that dad could be that much fun is if he was a big drinker. Because his tolerance <laughs> for all of it is huge. It's it's amazing. Anna went away recently for a Mochi Mochi event, a fiber fest in Ann Arbor. In fact, one of the reasons I corrected the record and talked about how my wife is not so petty <laughs> jealous uh, is because she often has people at these events who are fans of the podcast and who uh, oh. thank her for telling them about it. So she has a profile among the Pop Mom listeners. But So she was away recently for the weekend and I had the kids and Leo had a play date at a friend's house on Sunday afternoon, and I took them over, and Eve started to hang out and play too, and um, the dad of the other family said, like, hey, if you want to leave Eve here too, seems like she's getting along, and we're happy to have her, and I wasn't going to make him tell me twice. I said, thank you, you know, I'd love a break. I hope you didn't kick your heels together as you left. I, I hope he didn't see me click my heels together as I left. That's, um, I waited till I got around the corner. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, oh, wow, I so appreciate a few hours off. And, you know, when the kids have someone over to our house, I don't mind at all because they occupy each other. You know, they're not. Yeah. Um, so it gives me, although you have to keep an eye on them or keep an ear on them at least, right? Um, you, right. It's easier because they're not just asking, oh, I got nothing to do or play this with me or whatever. So right. I figured I right. was giving him not as much, but he would take a little bit of a break too. Well, I come back a few hours later to pick them up and they're out in the courtyard of their building complex and he's playing Duck, Duck, Goose with them. <laughs> And I immediately thought of Bluey. And I was just like, oh, my God, it's Bluey's dad. <laughs> and I wasn't surprised. Um, this fella and his wife run the local, uh, like, Scouts chapter. It's not Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts, oh. but it's some other Scouts thing. So they're, you know, they're very into, like, activities for their kids. And they're, like, they're just very into parenting. So I wasn't, like, shocked. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I also was like, come on, man. Really, like. I can't live up to this. Yeah, you're setting the, I'm a good dad, but you're just setting the bar way too high for me. I didn't know how he had the energy (laughs) at the end of a weekend to be playing duck, duck, goose at at five o'clock on a Sunday. So I just took the kids and said, so long and shook my head in amazement. So they do exist, I guess. Although even him, you know, he has his moments, I'm sure. But we don't really know that. Don't we know it as Maybe human he beings? He's not, uh, yeah, he's not playing <laughs> Duck, Duck, Goose 
So look, I, everybody has their, you know, you, you can't judge yourself against anybody else. You shouldn't judge yourself. Well, against certainly not against else. a cartoon dog, but this cartoon is so popular that I do. Um, but I have hijacked it with my uh, gray cloud raining on Bluey. Talk more about what you love. Which I would it. say is very <laughs> sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, you would say that. What do you love about it? I know. I know. Uh, so you, so no. Well, I think he's. What do you love? I, I, I what do, do you think, love about it? What do you oh, love I, about I, it? Yeah. I keep saying, I keep saying he. Uh, it uh, because that's what I thought when I first saw. Oh it, yeah, Bluey is a girl. Um, they is a yeah, girl. I thought that for a while too. Well, I'm having trouble adjusting. Yeah, I understand. I mean, I thought Bluey uh, was the name of the dad. For they, you know. Which is dumb because they tell you in the opening who what everybody's name is. But the other thing I found a little weird is that they specifically uh, they're all either blue healers or red healers types of dogs. But that the concept to introduce other breeds of dogs, who cares? <laughs> You think they should just stick to one breed of dog? Why? Why do well, you care? I don't, I don't know why. Why point that out? I mean, I don't. I don't understand why. Yeah, why can't fun. they just be all different breeds of dogs? Why is that part of the concept of it? Oh, you mean like if there's some diversity angle to it? You mean it's? Is that yeah. what you're getting at? I, I think that's what the concept now, and that's my interpretation of the writer's spiel. I don't find that stuff to be too. Yeah. So you've been, you've really been digging into the behind the scenes sort yes. of conception of yes. this, but I don't, I, I don't find that to be overbearing in the show itself. I mean, there's a bunch of different dog breeds because it's fun and it's visually interesting dogs. to look well, at. Well, that's what yeah. they are. Yeah. 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 So, but I think that's, you know, maybe you've read something and how they conceived it, but the way they execute it is they're just, dogs of different kinds of dogs, which is how it should be. I think they do a really good job. Which is that, how actually. it should be. Yeah. I guess I was taken with how specific that was written into the proposal. Well, I mean, okay, but we're reviewing the show itself, right? So, I mean, okay. the, the proposal that the kids explore on their own to get back to that, like the point of my story about the other dad is like these parents who are like in their kids business Anna told me about these parents she was at the playground the other day and they brought their little like preschool aged kid and the parents just spent the whole time playing with with them like one of the grandparents was there and they just were like <laughs> in uh, the whole time you know and I think that's too much I think the kids should figure out how to entertain themselves and should explore the world a little bit on their own. Um, right. And Bluey to right. me does not embody that on their, on their ownness. Sometimes they're playing a game in the yard by themselves, but God, the dad is always ready to jump always in. There. And, I yeah. agree. I agree. And I, I really didn't care for that part of it. I, I have a hard, I had a hard time understanding it. I start with the premise of this is Australia. So there's going to, there's <laughs> ideas that perhaps you're not going to understand. And then I say, for yeah. God's sakes, you're watching a cartoon. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's All so right. cryptic, but I feel like we dwelled on the complaints. And I also think you didn't hear me a couple of times when I asked you to talk a little more about what you love about it, because you did come in saying well, you loved it. And then I steered the conversation. All right. But it's it's thin. I think it's very yeah. charming. I don't mind the voices. I think she 
is very cute. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I I did not grow up in a household, anything like this. Yeah. So I sort of um, resent it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The dad being all involved and interested just makes me extremely jealous. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry, but I do think it's very cute, but it it makes me yearn for something that is long gone, and it made me feel that way. Yeah, yeah, um, I understand that, and uh, <laughs> we both resent it in our own way, but I think this is why, you know, it's not an uncommon phenomenon for parents to hate Bluey, and I think that you illuminate another aspect of that, which is, um, like, I loved my upbringing and i think you and dad i don't know i i had a great childhood uh, thanks to you and dad and it was it was nothing like this right and no. it's it's a cartoon so of course it's exaggerated um but yeah it does set a standard that's like oh i didn't grow up with that and now as exactly. a parent like oh i I can't create that either, even though I think I'm a pretty good dad and I think I do mix it up with my kids a lot. Um, yeah, I'm repeating myself now, but I just, it's strange how it's not saccharine, I don't think, right? No. Like, even though I, no. I, as I said, I'm irritated by it at this point, I don't think it's, I think it's well executed and it's not like treacle as so much stuff is. It's no. an intelligent uh -uh. little show. Um, but there is something that in adults, it um, gets under your skin. It's not just us and either, I, don't I promise. No, you don't think so. No, I know. I, I haven't really defined it well, but um, that's what it made me feel. It made me feel jealous and and I want that. I think you've defined it quite well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of well, course. No, I couldn't be clearer than that. All right, Mom, what is your grade for Bluey? I'm going to, I give Bluey a B. I really, oh, even okay. though it made me jealous, I'm going to give it a B because I think it is worthwhile. And surprisingly, your dad loved it. Oh, really? What did he love about it? Can you speak to that? Yeah. I think he found it very charming. Um, and I think he loved the characters. He loved the silliness of the, of the kids with the dad. He loved it. He, he really did. Oh, that's sweet. It's very sweet. Little dad on pop there. Yeah. Sneaking in. Mom, do you have a recommendation this week? I do. I, in fact, have two. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yes. If you have BritBox, and why don't you? Because let me tell you, the British really know how to do a series, a drama series, really, really well. But we watched this week a show called Payback, six episodes. A woman's husband is killed and his wife gets entangled in a police mission to take down a crime lord. Oh. And it was riveting and so well done. And give it a try. Give it a try. Really enjoyable. Payback. This is available on the streaming service BritBox. Which not everybody has. Anywhere else, do you know? I don't know. How about an instant research moment to see if people can get it anywhere else? I guess they can Google it just as well as I can, but... Probably. Oh, all that comes up is that Mel Gibson movie. That 
figure. Oh yeah, yeah. This no, is... we're not talking about the Mel Gibson. No, movie. no, no. This is a British series. Uh, well worth your time. The other recommendation I have, yes, is a book called "This Is How I Saved My Life" by Amy Schur, and it's the true story of a woman for whom it took months and months for her to get diagnosed with Lyme disease. And the treatments that she got in the United States were making her even sicker than she really was. It was affecting all her organs. It was um, affecting her strength. And as a last ditch effort, she went to India to a woman that is doing research in stem cell science. Mm -hmm which I know is very controversial, but she explained it in a, in a way that it seems like it's happening in a very ethical way. And so she goes to India for two months and lives in this hotel and gets stem cell treatments that make her sick while she's getting better. She goes from hating India to really embracing it. And it's her journey along the way of her health and the trials and tribulations that she met along the way. Stem cell does not work for everyone. They are trying it on different diseases and there's been some successes and some failures, mm. but it's done in India in a way that it is not done in the United States. Mm. Okay. Wow. Uh, that's a fascinating one. And the title of the book, this is a book, right? This is a book. This is How I Save My Life by Amy Scher, S-C-H-E-R. Okay, so mom's recommendations this week are This is How I Save My Life by Amy Scher and the 1999 action-adventure film Payback starring Mel Gibson. Mom loves it. No, two two thumbs no. up, says mom. I believe <laughs> no. I have that right. And that'll do no. it for this no. week of what what's that? You're confused. <laughs> no. Oh well, everybody will figure it out. That'll do it for this edition of Pop Mom. This episode oh of the podcast God. was edited by Scott Jones. Mom and I will be back soon to talk about more pop culture. What should we talk about, Mom? Terrible. Something interesting. Something terrible. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the oh, show, tell oh, your friends. Daddy. We'd love to get email, too. That email address is popmom at ological.net. Nobody told us what their favorite kind of cake is this week. Can you believe it? I asked you all. Oh, really? Just send an email to popmom at ological.net and tell me what your favorite kind of cake is. Well, maybe. I wonder if that got that edited out. email. I would definitely answer. Yeah, yeah. You'll get a personal response from mom. I guarantee it. I wonder if Scott cut <laughs> out the cake request last week. I didn't listen to the finished episode, so I don't know. So if that wasn't in last week's episode, I forgive you. But otherwise, how dare you not tell us what your favorite kind of cake is? That's right. Email popmom at ological.net. We want to know about the cake you love. Or talk to us about anything else. We love you is what we're trying to say. Mom and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now, Mom. Bye, Johnny. I love you. Love you, too.